I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism. They suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Expressing emotions is good for you. It's good for your health. Everyone knows that, huh? It doesn't matter whether you express happiness, sadness or love, etc. It's all emotion and it all helps your body and brain in feeling better. Doing this keeps you emotionally balanced and highly productive at the same time. 
those of us who have had difficult childhoods uh, suffered from abuse or neglect experience a deprivation that runs deep in their lives you know let's take an example and look at uh, reena's life my young 25 year old client reena had an unpleasant life that was by her own admission she said unpleasant and she viewed her whole life as a sad puzzle that she had to continuously keep solving just in order to survive the first thing she spoke to me was a feeling of emptiness she had difficulty having healthy relationships and even hobbies and she didn't find her job satisfying or fulfilling either and we can imagine how empty that must feel huh she often spoke of a sense of missing something or yearning for something that she couldn't quite put a finger on this feeling of course was uncomfortable so she often looked for a quick fix with binge eating or binge watching or alcohol which ended up making her feel worse actually when i suggested she make an effort to make new friends she said you can't pour fun from an empty cup can you which meant she had no energy or humor or fun available for other people so you get the drift we can't have relationships when we feel we have nothing to offer and we are unable to put our minds to any pleasurable activities or hobbies anything because we are always focused on what we don't have what would reena be feeling probably completely undeserving of anyone's friendship leave alone love the truth was that reena couldn't allow herself to be vulnerable in any relationship she couldn't ask for help even when she desperately needed it and these are the subtle signs of emotional deprivation in order to help her i needed to see where it all started which is what i normally do it's a process called age recession where we go down to the cause of things of a situation where it starts so i needed to see where was the cause of her negativity and stress when i age recessed her a very powerful technique as i told you i heard her recount her past and uh, surprisingly she said how interesting it was how good the good old days were and how perfect they were she didn't have a worry in the world and many other warm and pleasant incidents but all this nostalgia was sucking away the present enjoyment as well this intense focus in the past was seducing her into an illogical and to me it sounded even counterproductive lifestyle because actually her mother had died when she was very young her dad had uh, married again and 
she felt very neglected. She even felt criticized by those around her. And there was a constant feeling of being ignored. So you see how a feeling of being deprived seduces us into a joyless and an unrealistic life. And the sad part is that we can wallow in it for a long, long while. Because we might think that this is our lot. The point of Reena's story is that she was able to release her past by finding ways to have meaningful relationships. And she could fill the void by entertaining herself with new hobbies and learning. She even found a well of generosity within her, which she could tap into and give of her time and energy to different causes and the people who believed in her. So you see, when the stress of what we are, as we believe it, that belief system is so strong that it doesn't allow us to move out of that state. But Rina was able to do that. Because she was committed to getting happier and fulfilled. She started letting go of the stress that created that void. She took responsibility for creating another scenario, another life. And she started by holding onto this image and for using that image of herself, not as a, an excuse to live a deprived life, but a new one what she had always wanted to be. And you can see how she was yearning for an authentic affirmation from somebody, anyone. She expected people to let her down, choosing partners who couldn't show her intimacy. You know, it's possible to appreciate life even if it's not perfect. Happiness is not the fulfillment of what we wish for, but an appreciation of what we have. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.